Welcome to Talking Water with GMW, where we discuss all things water. 2024 marks 30 years since Golden Murray Water was established. Remarkably, we have some staff who have been with us since the start. In fact, today's guest, Senior Drainage Engagement Officer Lou Humphreys, joined GMW's predecessor, the State Rivers and Water Supply Commission, back in 1979. Lou speaks to us about what it involved being a water bailiff back in the 70s and how things have changed in the intervening years. We have episodes on a range of topics on our website, so be sure to check back in for more. So thanks for joining us, Lou. I believe you started with us back as a bailiff in the 1970s, 1979. Yeah, that's right, Chaos. First of all, thanks for the invitation to share my story. I appreciate that. So 1979, May 1979, we joined State Rivers and Water Supply. Can you tell me a bit about what sort of responsibilities a bailiff had back then? So back then, we had 24 bailiffs in Murray Valley, and each bailiff, we worked in rosters of three with a roster bailiff. So some of the duties that we had back in those days, the irrigator put their orders into a little orange box that was scattered around the discrete sections, and we'd go around in the morning and we'd check the order boxes and take the orders out and then head home for a cup of tea and you'd write your orders up and calculate how much water you needed for the following day. Once we got our orders figured out, we'd sit down, write up what we needed to do, who we needed to see the following day, and we'd call in and let them know their start time, check the other irrigators' finish time. Once they started the irrigation, the other part of the daily duties was to time their wheel, so we'd have to go out and you'd time their wheels and we had to record those. We had a field ledger that had all the start metre readings for the season and we had a A4 sheet that had all the operating wheels going for that week. So we would enter the megalitres that they were using and then at the end of that irrigation we'd read the metres. So we had to read the metres every week. Part of that was that every Wednesday we'd then have to calculate how much we received, how much was delivered so that gave us a percentage of accounted for and unaccounted for, and we had to have that done by Thursday morning to give the head bailiff. Other things that we did were obviously routine maintenance during the season. We didn't have excavators to go and dig leaks back in those days. We had a shovel and away we went, or if we had a, a leaking emplacement, we'd mix up some soil a second and do that at the time. We lived on the section. Back in those days, part of the conditions of employment was you lived on the section and you're on the job moment you got out in the ute, you were actually at work. So, yeah, it was different times. And it seems like it was a pretty specialised role as well. So how did you get the job? Was there specific training you needed to undergo to become a bailiff? You had to have a little bit of knowledge of irrigation. I come off a farm where we had irrigation. So I had a basic background. I worked on an orchard and farm where we did irrigation as well. So you had to have a little bit of an aptitude for irrigation when I started in 1979, I remember leaving my job or finishing up where I was actually working on the Friday and the following week started at State Rivers and Water Supply and my first day on the job was over at the training centre here in Tatura. So there was a week of live-in, so we lived in here. There was bedding and they had people come in and do the cooking and that. And that was pretty intense, like... When you think about my previous employment and the only figures I worried about was what was in the paycheck and then you start talking about upstream water levels and downstream water levels and calculating flows and yeah, it was a little bit mind-boggling. We did that and then when you became a bailiff or you were appointed to a bailiff section, 
We did two weeks of live-in training as well. That was, again, over here at TAD at the training centre, and that was a lot more intense where we went out on the channels and had a look to see how other areas did it. But yeah, a lot of the training was as a relieving water bailiff, you'd go with the section bailiff and you'd sit there and learn from them. They'd pass on their knowledge. So there's a lot of knowledge sharing from the bailiffs. Yeah. And every bailiff does it differently. You couldn't write a manual because we all did it differently. But I, I remember as a reliever, I went with a bailiff up in Cobram and I went to get in the passenger seat and he said, no, 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 hop in the driver's seat and hadn't been on the section before and he said, okay, off we go. And he said, okay, we pulled up at a regulator and he said, how much water do we need to go past this point here? And of course, didn't know. So we had section maps back in those days and he said, okay, work out what wheels are going below, what the flows are, and then tell me how much we need. So that was a good learning curve to actually sit in the driver's seat and learn. Yeah. yeah. And so also would have been a role that would have required quite a bit of commitment if you're living in the barracks and on call so often. It would have been quite a lifestyle change. Yeah, we worked a 6-2 roster. So for those six days, you were on duty 24-7. It also meant that if I wanted to go to Shepparton or we wanted to go out socially, we'd have to ring the head bailiff and give him a contact number and say, I'm going to be gone from 6 o'clock tonight until 9 o'clock. This is the telephone number. That was just a lifestyle, just part of the job. But it was a good lifestyle, like you're part of the community mm. and... Great for the kids. They had a rural environment and local town and, yeah, no, it was, it was good. And going back even a bit further, Lou, I believe you had some family connections, including your father-in-law who also worked for the State Rivers Commission before it became Gov Murray Water eventually. Did you hear much from him about how things were different in his days to when you started? Yeah, well, I'll probably go back one step further. My grandfather, which I didn't know because he'd obviously passed away before I was born, so he worked for the State Rivers back during the war. So that connection there goes back. Yeah, Bill Limbrick, my father-in-law, he actually told me not to join. He said, look, it's, <laughs> it's not a job for you. Because back in those days, they worked seven days a week for the season. Yeah. And, you know, he just said, look, you have no family life, although he had seven kids and he was a secretary of a football league. So <laughs> um, he, he made it work. Other family connections, like my brother was maintenance planner with Murray Valley, my nephew, Jay, who's a planner here now. So there is a connection. And obviously the role would have changed a lot over the year, particularly with the technological advancements. Yeah. In 1979, we had the end of season meeting and the district office manager, Charlie Sin, who was in Cobram, he addressed the meeting and made the comment there that the State River's working towards technology to be able to operate channels by satellite. And we thought he had lost his marbles. (laughs) Couldn't believe it. But here we are now, you know. We've got automation and things like that. So we used to write the orders up, you know, get them out of the orange order box, and then we went to a central area where there was a tape and the irrigators used to call their order through, and then one bailiff out of each roster group would go and take those off the tape, write them down manually, and then they'd go to the planner and they would do the plan or they'd enter them into the computer manually, and then... There was a ream of paper that came out with all the orders and then we had to use a, a ruler and a black lead pencil to be able to join up the start and finish times. And that was a hell of a job, you know, like, yeah. like it was it was incredible. So that was sort of the precursor to central planning and then we got to a point where we start with computerised central planning and to where we are, you know, it's just gone further and further down the down the track to now where 
we used to have to ring the irrigator to confirm their start time or see when they were going to finish the irrigation and now it's done automatically. Total channel control, they can start when there's water available. So that's been a huge, a huge change. And so how did you then, Lou, go from your role as a water bailiff and get to your current role as a senior drainage engagement officer? I spent 25 years on the one section at WAI, so that was a long time and had two years planning and then went as a supervisor for five years in Murray Valley and then I was actually, I was tired. I needed to get out and transformation in 2013 gave me the opportunity so I took it. But I like being around people and an opportunity came up again to join God Murray Water with the Connections Program. I applied for a modernisation coordinator's position in Murray Valley and didn't get that and Carolyn Negro, the manager of surface and subsurface drainage was on the interview panel and she asked me if I would be interested in joining Central Goulburn as a modernisation coordinator, which to be honest I was reluctant about, but talking to my wife Helen and discussing that we decided that it's an opportunity, I wanted to get back into full-time work, accepted the role and then three years down the track Carolyn came across to the drainage team and She approached Susan, Emmett and myself and said, look, there's two roles coming up here if you're interested. Obviously, having worked with Carolyn and with Susan, it was an opportunity that was too good to miss out on. So applied for it, Susie applied for it, and we both joined. I've been here just gone six years now. Yeah, love the job. Yeah, and it is a great team, that drainage team. Do you sort of see many parallels between this job and when you started all the way back in 1979 as a water bailiff? I think the common denominator is it's the friendships you make that make the job. There's a lot of good people I work with over the journey in Murray Valley with the Connections Program and with our drainage team. Like Obviously, as you know, our drainage team's a very tight unit. It's more based on friendship and work, but you know it's the friendship and camaraderie that we have. But I enjoy being with people. I enjoy going out and meeting people. and Yeah, so that's, that's one of the big focuses. Yeah, I know that your team has developed some really fantastic relationships with different landholders and farmers as well. It's how we go about our program. From when I started, there was a strong focus on customer consultation with the drainage program. We still have some people that are reluctant, but once they understand what we're about, they come on board. And to be honest, we haven't had any pushback at all. We've had some people that have expressed concerns, and when we've sat down and, and gone through the program and the process and the potential for them to have a form of drainage that they potentially wouldn't have anyway, it's pretty rewarding. Well, thanks very much, Lou. Is there anything we haven't covered? I think for me, I've enjoyed my time. You know, it'll be 46 years in May. I'm thankful that I didn't listen to my father-in-law. <laughs> and, you know, it's a different job now that... Our field operators and our planners do to what I had, but again, I see the planners working across from them. They have a strong connection to each other. So uh, yeah. I think, yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with how things are going. Mm-hmm.